That's right. Uh oh. Okay, we got to start now. The machine has told us. All right, Mike, we're ready to go. Yes. All right, well, welcome everyone um, for another rousing evening of nothing. Uh, this is Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh, non-duality meeting. There's another one on Saturday. Uh, all are welcome. And uh, yeah, if you're new, can you just raise your hand or somewhere so Mike can see it? Oh, there we got Josh, I think, or I can't, can't read, but I'll just, let's call him Josh. Nice to see you, Josh. Anyone else? I know that Z is supposed to have a friend and it might be that Janine. Oh, don't worry about it. So just as long as there's one, we can just speak a little bit about the basic premise. Now, this isn't written in stone, uh, Josh or John, whatever. <laughs> uh, but basically, how this thing grew over me was I went to satsang, like I went to a lot of other different things. Course of Miracle meetings, Buddhism, and stuff like that. And then, but satsang uh, is a little different concerning non-duality. And non-duality brings a lot of things into contrast that while you enter other meetings, aren't, they don't, uh, they can sort of hide in the weeds, so to speak. And after a while going to satsang and hearing different people, you know, there was a sense, a real strong sense, like a, like a knowing before knowing. Yet, uh, there was something I couldn't put my finger on. So I went to some more satsangs. Then I read a couple of things uh, of teachings of Ramana Maharshi. Now, he didn't, he didn't write, I think he wrote in his own language, but he didn't. Uh, other people wrote his teachings or what he was offering. And there was uh, certain ideas were in all of the different presentations of his teachings. And they were usually couched in the, uh, with the problem or the greatest mystery. And basically he, he made a statement that really explained a lot to me all at once, which is there's this presupposing going on. You and I are not doing it. Let's say it's the mental state is presupposing that a non-existent thing, let's say this, is that which is existing, basically. And starting from there, the non-existent thing, a.k.a. Paul, uh, wants to get salvation for Paul. Yeah. So this is the dilemma. So there's a presupposing. In other words, a lot of times my girlfriend and I would assume... Uh, that a store was open, but never called them up, yeah? And then we would drive to the store, and it would be closed, and we'd be sort of bummed out. But the fact is, that if we would have called them, they were never open. They, they was, they're off. We just assumed they were. So we assume a lot of stuff without questioning, and then behaviors come from that, and then we're sort of confused when things don't seem as clear as we thought they were going to be we don't realize that there's this presupposing or this assumption that we're a thing, yeah? 
a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. We're pictured as a body, but what we really represent is the ownership of shit we have nothing to do with, really, which is, let's say, the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching. Every time there's a seeing and it's noted, that seeing immediately is used to refer to a seer. And that seer is pictured as Paul, yeah? I could see him in a mirror. I could see it in a reflection. I could see another Paul called Jim, and I think he's the seer from that point of view, yes? So there's this presupposing of this non-existent thing, and this presupposing gets reinforced all day by the narration inside that most of us, it's not us, there's a listening to it. And this narration is a self-centered interpretation of living. So we see, we see everything as, as how it pertains to us, and that us is not us, really. Yeah, it's a mental idea. So there's this presupposing of this non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Now, if you didn't get, if you don't get there's a presupposing of this non-existent thing, you believe you start at an existent thing that wants to get salvation. Far out, that makes complete sense. Most people entering other practices and ships are from there. They're, this, there's this, they're an existing thing that's sort of not doing well. They've tried a lot of things, and they've got, let's say, to that last house on the block, which is spirituality, and now they're going to sort of try to acquire salvation for that which is sort of bumming them out. Yeah. So Paul is going to seek salvation. And a lot of Jims and Marys and Joes would look great on that. They would be going like a cheerleader. Yes, 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 Paul, seek salvation. But we don't notice, because if we did, things would change unbelievably. We don't notice that there's a presupposing of this non-existent thing that now is being called Paul. We start at the Paul. We don't see the mental activity of a presupposing of this non-existent thing. So we believe we're seeking salvation for Paul, and Paul is what we are. That makes complete sense if that was if you were Paul. But the thing, the idea is there's an activity going on before that starting point that most of us are not aware of. We're not knowing it, and therefore we're looking from it's, it's reference, what it does. So this non-existent thing is taken to be that which is existing. So the seer is taken to be that which is seeing, yeah? Yet there's seeing. There's no seer. There's a great statement supposedly attributed to Lord Buddha, and he explains it beautifully. He says, events happen, like this is an event, yes? may not be the best event you would ha look for today, but it's an event. Events happen. Deeds are done. Yeah? All right? That's a given. There's no argument with that. We're not saying there's no event happening. Yeah? And there's no deeds are being done. No, there's tons of deeds being done, and there's tons of events happening and not happening. Yet, there is no individual doer thereof. See, that's the key. Yeah? Yeah? See... You would travel lighter through the events that were happening and the deeds that were being done 
if it was clear to us that there is no individual doer of it all. Yes? This little mistake is now being reinforced because from that point of being the doer, we believe we're going to do ourselves into a state of being. That doesn't work. It doesn't go well. Especially when you are that state of being you want to do yourself into. Yeah? So... Okay, so there's this presupposing of a non-existent thing being you, let's say. Most of us don't know that. We don't get a, there's, <laughs> there's not a public announcement. We just assume that we're Paul, and Paul's a little screwed up. And I'm thinking, if I had the attributes of Buddha, who I conceptually believe was not screwed up, I would be less screwed up as Paul. I'm going for it. I'm going to practice Buddhism. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Which would be very good for Paul. But you may not be Paul. Yeah. It doesn't devalue the goodness for Paul. It just makes it right-sized. Yeah. The action figure does better for some of us if it lives a way of life. Far out. Yeah. Now, ultimately, that doesn't have the meaning that we're giving it because the real meaning is to recognize you're not the doer. Yeah? And how do you recognize you're not the doer? Not from the doer. There's no freaking way that works. Yeah? You see, in other words, this is the message of non-duality. Being ourselves reality, we find ourselves, a.k.a. Paul, seeking to attain reality. You see? That's the greatest mystery, as Ramana Maharshi would put it. Reality seeking to attain reality. Yeah? The whole negation of that whole thing, before you get into the particulars, is being ourselves reality. That's why seeking reality doesn't work, because here's the punchline, being ourselves reality. Yeah? This is the whole premise of non-duality. Humbly, from how it's grown in here. If you're not with that, then, you know, you're, you know, just, you can visit this like a store, but you're probably not going to buy the product, yeah? Because, yes, and that's fine. Yeah. But this is, in a, see, the beauty of this, because being ourselves reality, this is not a path to attain reality, obviously. Yeah? The whole logic of a path to attain reality cannot stand on being ourselves reality. We must be taken to be something else for that to have such value and have such drive that will live for lifetimes seeking reality, let's say. Yes? Or maybe a day or a few weeks. Yeah? So, it says, all right, so this is the case. This presupposing of a non-existent thing isn't noticed. Yeah? We take ourselves to be that which is existing. So we don't believe consciousness is in a way coming through us. We think we're conscious. Yeah? We as this body are the one that's thinking and feeling and doing and shitting and eating and stuff like that. Yeah? And there's a huge a lot of volitions sprinkled in there, in that whole narrative. Yeah? Okay, if this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, 
how can they destroy it? It's a good question to sit with, yeah? Yeah? Now, if someone just walked in and didn't get hear the premise that non-duality, the invitation of non-duality is based on, and he only heard or she only heard your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, they'd be, what the fuck? You know, there would be a certain, they'd be pissed maybe. They'd get angry and shit. But the, because they're, what's, what's fueling that seeking is a misunderstanding. That's all. Yeah? The misunderstanding is brought into contrast or illuminated by the understanding of non-duality. And what is that understanding of non-duality? Being ourselves reality. That's it. Yeah? Not as Paul, you know? Yeah. So being ourselves reality is basically the negating answer to everything else that comes after. Yeah? Yeah. Being ourselves reality. See, people seek, you know, a pair of pants because they can buy one, yeah? And maybe they don't have a pair of pants. They can seek a coffee. They can do this and they'll probably find it. But you can't apply that technique or that modality to what you are. You can't find what you are because you're it, yeah? You can't even experience what you are because you're it. You can't know what you are. You can't understand what you are because you're being what you are, yeah? So any sense of understanding is really an understanding of what you're not, yeah? By understanding what you're not, it's more obvious what you are. But it, you, not through an understanding, but through an understanding that no understandings can encompass or comprehend that which we are. Yeah, there'll be talks that go on for four hours, and the person starts with, it's indescribable, incomprehensible, you know. And yet, then they spend hours trying to describe it and, and comprehend it, yeah? So let's forget trying to comprehend that. Let's comprehend what we're not. That we can comprehend. We can. We can understand what we're not. We're experiencing through what we're not all day. Yeah, and then leave the being to the being because the being is not a goal that's arrived at by doing and having if you already are the being it won't work it doesn't work but it may help Paul which is great yeah so let's say Paul has blood pressure or maybe I'll have some after this meeting. yeah Paul has blood pressure problems so he meditates he's what you call meditation. He just stops a lot during the day. But let's call it a meditation. So he meditates. For 10 minutes, the blood pressure goes down. He feels better. Yeah? Fine. Beautiful. Maintenance of the action figure. Fantastic. Then Paul is at a retreat in Thailand, meditating 14 hours a day. Paul thinks he's getting somewhere. Yeah? There's a, there's a, there's a misunderstanding demonstrating an extremeness in that retreat because Paul, first of all, his ass is killing him. He's put, he doesn't like to sit for 14 hours. He's eating, doesn't eat any food. He only gets his a, a, a lukewarm soup in the morning. Yet what's driving Paul to do that? He thinks he's going to get somewhere as Paul, obviously. 
And what happens? Oh, incredible experiences. Mandalas spinning and hallucinations and fucking far out. Then after three weeks, I leave the retreat. By the time I get back to the town, the head is claimed the whole situation, and now Paul is a big meditator, and Paul is a retreatant, and Paul and Paul and Paul. It goes back to the same old loop, yeah? Because without knowing it, we're looking from it. Without knowing it, we're going to be looking from it. Yeah? You're going to be living from the existing thing instead of seeing that that's a mental aberration. It's, it's being suggested or presupposed and then all the mental activities there to re- reinforce that presupposing. So before you know it, you're taking yourselves to be the non-existent thing and then it makes complete sense to want to get salvation for it. Yeah? When the salvation is from that misunderstanding, really. Yeah? The, the liberation is from the need to be liberated. Truly. And it's more, the demonstration of it is more of a loss, it's more a loss of interest than a super high focused interest. It's more like a, a relaxed awareness, like they say in Dokchen, than a focus concentrated on the beam. Yeah? Yeah. Because if you are being ourselves reality, A lot of stuff keeps going on and on and on based on a misunderstanding concerning that. And you'll know that when that starts getting, that sense starts happening, you'll see what happens. How you see things is going to change, yeah? Blue will be blue and red will be red. Things will be freaking clear as day without any thought or effort on your part, yeah? And you won't waste any time looking for what can't be found. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I want to read something by a guy for a second. Yeah. Because I like this one part especially. I don't know who. I think this is Hawaiian Po, my favorite guy, Zen guy. So just give up your notions of unenlightened and enlightened. All right. Yeah. Or at least admit you can't give up those notions, and then maybe see you're not the one that can't give up the notions, yeah? But in a way, there's going to be a lot loss of interest in the notion of enlightenment and unenlightenment. However you arrive there, far out, yeah? But just give up your notions of unenlightened and enlightened. Then you might, you might recognize that which is here to begin with, Yes? So it does, doesn't it seem like this activity that we call us is actually the obscuring of the obvious? Yeah. How are you going to use that, which is its basic premise is to obscure the obvious, to make the obvious more clear? I mean, it's insane. So just give up your notions of unenlightened and enlightened. Then you might recognize that which is here to begin with. Yeah, there you go. It's your crazy thinking that is your biggest impediment. Yeah. Thank God it's not your thinking. See? 
If it was your thinking, it would be a huge impediment. It's an impediment, but there's an exit door because it's you're not the thinker. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It'll be hard to lose, leave all those thoughts, but you can lose interest in the idea of being the thinker because it is an idea. Yeah. It's derived at by the claiming of the thoughts by the mental activity. Yeah. The thinker is born seemingly out of the thought. The thought isn't a creation of the thinker. Yeah, just, I mean. <laughs> all right, so that is, that is your biggest impediment. You hold on to all kinds of distorted ideas and compare one thing with another without end. Your thoughts furiously chase after all kinds of things. You're like, a, you're like mad hornets stirred from their nest. There is no such thing as illusion. Illusion is itself illusory. This is very, this is incredibly clear to me. Yeah, there is no such thing as illusion. Illusion is itself illusory. It's only there because you have invented it, yeah? And thank God it's not you that has invented it. It's something foreign to you that has invented it, yeah? Stop freaking call, you know, owning shit that you have nothing to do with, really. Yeah? I'm going to say it again, so... There is no such thing as illusion. Illusion is itself illusory. It's only there because you have invented it. If you would simply give up your dividing this from that, you would see that what seems to be divided is not. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you were at one of his meetings, you didn't sign up for a course. You didn't. He just slapped you and left you there. See what happened. This is why we use the term Zen bitch slap. Yeah. And I have a little sadistic streak, so I love to slap folks around. <laughs> so even the defects are put to good use. Eh? Mm. So... Yeah, this is the idea. Uh, I feel it's much more important to see what you're not than to look for what you are, tell you the truth, because you are what you're looking for. And, uh, you know, the, the lion who's identified as a sheep doesn't need to hear that he or she is a lion. It needs to hear it's not a sheep. That's all. Yeah. The lion is already taken care of by itself. There's no adding on to being a lion. It's a being a lion, yeah? But it's seemingly unaware of that by being obsessively dominated by this idea that it's a sheep, let's say, yeah? So which one would you do? If you've gone to a satsang and the person says, you know, you're a lion and they're a lion, and you've gone 300 times, it must be being heard by the sheep programming, because it wouldn't take 300 times to get the invent invitation that you're a lion if you're a freaking lion, yeah? 
but because there's an identification as the sheep, that's what needs to be pointed out, yeah? Because it's very quick. The selfing is probably the quickest process. I'm not talking about digestion and shit like that. The, qu the quickest process, and I don't see that any other process is going to get before that process, yeah? So if you set out on a course to study, you know, the obsession with self for two years, that could be construed as obsession with self, yeah? So there you go. If the shoe fits, wear it. If it feels like it fits, come back. If it doesn't fit, throw it at the screen. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but you'll be back because I'll tell you something. The value of everything out there is it fails you. It fails you so that you get left with your own devices and you finally see they're not your devices. Yeah. Mm. All right, Mike, anyone want to start it? Yes, please raise your hand if you have anything to share. And while we're waiting, I'm, I'll <laughs> offer how I'm, I'm getting great identifiers. Like when you're in a, at an AA meeting, I'm an alcoholic. So like from this meeting, I'm a retreatant. <laughs> I like that. And then oh. I just realized last week, too, we can say, um, totally funny. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm in denial of what I am right now. I just want to inform you, you're speaking to what I'm not. So make it, make it short. Yeah. That was, oh, right. That's too long. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll stick with retreat and then for good applies. Uh, no hands yet. And I was remembering um, Alex when uh, she and Mary and I were meeting, had a good basic question in reference to A Course in Miracles with all the terminology that it has about what we are, you know, holy and blessed, et cetera. And, uh, and how though for some of us that with, uh, you know, the le level confusion straightened out that there's no reason why it might not be helpful, skillful means to have that kind of um, uh, languaging or practice to whatever degree it's a practice. Yeah, you you just uh, you know there is how it is, and then it's how it is coming through this. Yeah, so you just stay true to that. The course in miracles for me, we we speak about that one page because that's what I find value in. I found I find value in describing what I'm not because it sure seemed like. This life, most of it was based on an identification as that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where, and then I've lost interest in uh, a lot of things because I feel like uh, if you don't have your eye on this ball, you're going to get hit by one. Yeah. That's all. It's, just, it's that simple. And uh, yeah. So. The course, everything, I don't know, it matters where you're at. If you have the warnings and recognize that, because the, the selfing is going to occur, yeah? It's mechanical. It's not, you're not the one that's doing it, yeah? See, this is the bondage of that idea of self. 
even when you rec when you see it's manufacturing or it's like it's conveyor belt or where the how it arrives at this leap into you are that which is before when it's made up after <laughs> you know if you if you have an a basic understanding to just recognize it that's enough to start yeah because more gets revealed it's just that simple yeah yeah and being the light let's say ourselves it's uh arrival is incredibly like a lightning bolt because it's never left and it's not it's not ushered in and maintained by thought and effort yeah that's the beauty of it it uh, it 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 shows the faultiness of our devices that we've been owning yeah yeah um and josh is raising his, his actual body's hand go ahead josh can you hear me yeah okay uh i was wondering if you think it's possible that when a thought arises like for instance today i thought maybe i should take out zen bitch slap see what it's about could that thought possibly be coming from the big mind or is that just more selfing like is well, the big mind direct me slap is from the big mind yeah just if it has Zen bit slap in the sentence, it's of the big mind. <laughs> uh, no, thoughts have thoughts are neutral in a lot of ways. There's a there's meaning given to it, and uh, the mental state gives it a meaning. That's usually the narration of our day. But a thought can carry other meanings also, not from the mental states. Yeah. You know, the intuitive thought, these things, these uh, sudden ideas are not from the same uh, store, so to speak. Yeah. And after a while, you get to recognize them. Yeah. And maybe uh, they become because that thought, those thoughts don't don't have to have that many. Yeah. The thoughts that are used to reinforce the idea of Paul need a multitude because it's an insane idea. So it has to constantly be reinforced. Yeah, because it won't stand up on its own. It has to be propped up. But uh, a thought from, let's say, another aspect of let's call it mind uh, doesn't need it's it's not like it's it's not like when Jesus threw out the the demon and the demon says we're legion. In this case, these thoughts aren't legion. Yeah, they just maybe one thought it directs you somewhere, and then there's like twenty dominoes fall. Yeah, and then your life starts looking more based on that way of going than it does with all the going over the thoughts of you know ad nauseum. Yes. So the system can be used. Yeah. The mental state is using it to reinforce this presupposing of being this thing. The other, what you want to call it, uh, aspect the mind can use it. 
yeah, as a download, yeah, yeah, so after a while you have a discrimination, it's not yours, but there's a discrimination between, let's say, the downloads, yeah, yeah, and this, this action figure learns uh, what can be trusted and what isn't trusted, yes, yeah, yeah. You know, in early, uh, I don't know what they're saying now, but I remember when I lived in Australia, I, I saw a show and they were saying there's like 90,000 thoughts a day or something. Yes. Now you figure at that time I was a house painter. So to do my job and to get to the job, I maybe needed 15 thoughts, really. You know, I, I was never surprised when I walk into a house, there would be walls, trim, ceiling. Yeah. Get, get a coffee, get the paint. Basically, I needed 15 thoughts to navigate through the day. What was the 97,992 doing? Yes. They were being used to reinforce this idea. Yeah. Because this idea doesn't exist. It only appears to exist, yes? By constant referring, constantly referring, yes? So something that isn't so, to appear to be so, there's got to be a lot of sowing, you know? A lot of activity, yes? Yeah, so. Yeah. Some thoughts can change your life. One day, one thought, yeah? Yeah. I'll think I, I think I'll go to that AA meeting or whatever. Yes? Then you go in there and then it sets off a train of circumstances that bring you great fortune. You're very clear you don't deserve. Yeah? So you have a humility about what's coming down the pike in your own life or in this life. Yeah? And then sooner or later, there's a huge space between before thought, you know? Yeah. I feel we really live from there, actually. The story about us living is from the thoughts, but the living is before the thoughts, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, what kind of failed system show you, Josh? It's failed, yes? Yeah. 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 So then you're open to uh, you're open to other possibilities and then you will have the eyes to see them when they show up. And then those possibilities may bear fruit and perhaps there'll be a better way. And yeah, trusting the infinite rather than finite self, as we say in recovery. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, really the, the force, the word I use about, you know, there's in, in some Buddhist circles, they would say the, uh, the essence of mind is emptiness, yeah? And then the nature of mind is reflective. And the manifestation of mind is energy, yeah? So let's say all this is energy. This whole 
and it's being given meaning, yes? We bring it into an appearance. And what brings it into an appearance, I feel, is a force called faith, yeah? Like they have those four forces. There's gravity, there's, I think, uh, antimatter, whatever. There's some. I would say there's another force in manifestation, faith, yeah? Not a faith, like Buddhism or Catholicism, but faith, yeah? And that faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. So if that faith is put in the non-existent thing to the point that it's taken to be existent, then it gives meaning to this place from that meaning, yeah? So there's a dreaming that you seem to be the one who's dreamt in, yeah? That same faith, if you come to a conclusion that that which was relied on is failed, that maybe opens you to another, that same force, and instead of having faith in self, or faith in the thoughts, or faith in perceptions, you now have faith in infinite, let's say, yeah? And that faith will manifest now as an ease and comfort, yeah? Well, the same energy of faith put in thoughts will produce tons of anxiety, yeah? The same force, it's how it's being put to use. Now, I can't direct that force, and I'm happy to know that, yeah? So that I can open up for something or nothing to direct it. And then I have the joy of observing it and then reflecting on it. And that reflecting on it takes the form of gratitude and honor, so to speak. Yes? Because I have a strong feeling that something does for me and for us what we can't do for ourselves. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So that one who seemingly was outmatched now can live successfully. Yeah. Yeah. Far out. Look at what people, look at what happens. Supposedly Jesus, his, one of his big miracles was raising a guy named Lazarus from the dead, yes? But Lazarus had been alive. He died and Jesus supposedly raised him from the dead. You and I are making tons of shit out of nothing all day, yeah? I mean, a lot of people who are screwed today isn't based on today. It's based on last week or next week. That's faith in the thoughts. And those, that faith in the thoughts is producing tons of anxiety. And we're so out to lunch, we call it fear. But it's not the emotion of fear. It's a mental anxiety that mimics the emotion of fear. Yeah? Because fear is a valid emotion. It comes up when there's a threat. And let's say trauma may bring it up in inappropriate times. But most of us are under an electrocution all day by mental anxiety, really. And all that's, and how could what's, how could something that's not happening have an effect? How could it? Faith, yeah. I don't know where that faith's coming from, but I know what it's coming through. Yeah, and I, and I also know where it ends up. And I have seen the effects in my own experience and tons of others of what faith in the mental system can do. It can produce 
tons of causeless effects. Yeah? Anxiety upon anxiety to the point we don't even have, we're not responding to what is, what's happening. We're more reacting to what's not happening. That to me is an incredible form of slavery. Incredible, really. Yeah? So, and then you want to get out of it as that which is the source of the inness. I'm, how is that going to work? Yeah? Yeah? You'll put faith in the thought system to get you out of what the faith in the thought system got you in. It doesn't work that way. Yeah? Einstein put it clearly. Others have. You can't seek a solution to the system that co- that produces the problem. You've got to look for it somewhere else. Yes? <laughs> so, yeah. To me, it's super valuable to recognize the failing of things. Yeah? That's, why, that's how they serve us. Yeah? Something that doesn't work will tell you sooner or later it doesn't work. <laughs> That's its value, yeah? Yeah, so. I'm, I'm happy to see you, Josh. Hope, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. And that, uh, it occurred to me that, you know how the course uses vision to separate, um, say something, Paul. <laughs> There's a, I wanna bring your, bring, I wanna bring your picture back online. Say, say something more. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. For some reason it doesn't, uh, if I'm talking, it doesn't switch to me, so you have to do it. Um, but anyway, how the course switches between vision and, and, and sight, right? To distinguish the body sight. Yes. And, so it seems like there could be a word with the risen, right? That you could do that with thinking, you know, that there could be a reference to, I mean, people try that with intuition and gut feeling and stuff like that, but there's no word like vision to distinguish what I'm pointing, what I mean. Well, you don't have to distinguish it like as a signpost. It's just good to know this is where you turn. Yeah, no, I don't mean just like vision doesn't necessarily help a lot of people studying A Course of Miracles understand what it means, but it just occurred to me that it, it does have that opportunity with those two words and they're and in the course it has to only refer to God's thinking, God's thoughts. Yeah. As, yeah. As the distinguisher. <laughs> and there's no other hands up. I'll read Tommy's chat. He says, a company made food. There's no thoughts up. That's no hands up. That's great. I'm reading Tommy's note, uh, a little joke here. A company made food with no nutritional value. People who ate it never felt hungry, but they died of malnutrition. Hmm. Let me, uh, let me just, so let's take this word presupposing, yeah? So the word pre infer- is of time, yes? Before, 
so pre the preamble is different than the prologue yes yeah? so the pre is before so a presupposing that was very specific usage of the translation yeah he could have just said uh, supposing of a non-existent thing yeah but a presupposing explains the influence of time in this whole little event yeah because if you actually saw the mechanics of it there's thinking the thinking is used to imply the thinker so the thinking is happening it's claimed an idea is cooked up there's a thinker and then the thinker is presupposed before the verb of the thinking now and then suddenly you're now the owner of the thoughts yeah that's just repeated over and over and over again if you see it as mechanical there's no one there choosing it there's no volition in it it's mechanical and it's sort of like one thought triggers an algorithm and then you'll have thoughts that go along with that one thought it's like a trigger and it's almost as if paul is a key on a pad a computer pad yeah so paul meets something that paul has nothing no idea of let's say a spiritual teacher when he was 19 paul meets that person uh, gets in, gets initiated into a meditation that button paul gets hit and there's tons of files about Paul and spirituality, not coming from experience in this life. And so now suddenly Paul has tons of ideas of how Paul should be as a devotee, how the guru should be, how they should, yes, tons. And now Paul is under an avalanche of meaning being given to this event that he just like was a virgin to. I never knew a guru. I never meditated. Suddenly, tons of thoughts of following this contact that was made. Yes? This is what happens. You come after, yet the feeling is you're before everything. That's manufactured. That's not true. Yeah? It's a trick in time. Yeah? This is what happens on a basic level when we would use a terminology of this activity in the head and call it selfing. People would get in touch with me and tell me I've been selfing all day or selfing has been driving me crazy. They didn't see it. Yeah. They were the one. It worked. You know what I mean? Like the magic trick worked. They once they again thought they were doing the selfing. Or they were doing they were being done to by the selfing. Yes? The presupposed of the imaginary subject had succeeded. Yeah? Now they thought they had an understanding of selfing, but that's not the understanding of selfing. The understanding of selfing is not had by anybody. Yes? There's nobody. That's the understanding. There's selfing that implies the self. Then the self is presupposed, and now you call me up and say you've been selfing all day. That's it. Yeah. 
See it in your own laboratory and see what happens. Yeah? Because I'll tell you, if this whole, all this activity isn't truly about you, there'll be a loss of interest in it. Yes? If you set out to lose interest in it as that which you're not, that's more reinforcement of that which you're not. You lose interest in it when you see it's not you. Yes? It's just that simple. Yeah? And it, you're not another you. It's there's no you. Yeah? And then that interest moves from that, and sometimes it can be heavy duty because the amount of interest and attention has the volume way up and people are driven crazy and they're out to do almost anything. What happens is there's a loss of interest in you, yeah? And then there's the volume goes down, yes? But you could never turn the volume down. That's upping the fucking volume. But there's a losing interest in you, and then the volume will go down. Maybe it will peak when you first entertain this idea because the system is going to try to re... It's going to... It's going to shoot out a gravitational fucking fireball to suck you back in. But basically, you're leaving its universe. Hallelujah. Yeah. And as our friend from Brazil says... The dream will be more real than ever. It will be fucking beautiful so much. I mean, the colors and the sounds and everything. Yeah. Because of, because of all the obsession with self, all that had to be muted. So you were the only fucking bell that was rung or note that was hit. Yes. All day. You'd have to live. You lose living and you get a, an interpretation of life with you as the whole alpha and the omega. It's the cherishing of self, yeah? There's a loss of interest in that. And then there's nothing like we say in recovery, you have it by giving it away, yeah? Your attention is now available. It's not fucking enslaved to the preoccupation of reinforcing the idea of Paul. The attention and interest is available, yes? Because, you know, we call this message an invitation. A day without that much restraint is a lot of invitations. There's tons of things and no things that are pulling your attention and interest. Yeah? Yeah. All right, Mike. Yeah. Uh, no hands still. There's no hands. We can just say goodbye. It's great. We're not really looking for hands, <laughs> which it's the it's the message. Yes, that's what. Yeah, well, I do hands are really unnecessary with the message. <laughs> I have so. a quick clarification, oh, uh, and it's when you say that uh, you know a whole download can happen to like a Paul in a situation you had no idea you had opinions about, like when you met the guru. Yes. Yeah. Are you saying it's similar to like when people like uh, like. Uh, if Young wants to talk about the collective unconscious, is it like 
the, the dreaming of having a collective unconscious that you're not aware of would be similar? Yes, it's sort of like that. It's sort of like uh, something gets triggered and that reverberates and a lot of, sh a lot of fruit falls off the tree. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. What happens when people, they may recognize the first thought as a thought, but then they seem to have 30 thoughts about that topic. So they really think those are theirs. Yeah. Yes. Because it's all about them and their life and there's some kind of continuity with it. So they're thinking all these thoughts are just lined up perfectly, but that's the th the thought, the, the invitating thought is the trigger, and then the algorithm drops the other shit in. Yeah? Yeah. That's how I see it, yeah. Like you might think that you're a Trumper, and the next thing you know, you're raiding the Capitol <laughs> with a bunch of other people's thoughts. A lot of, yes, yes. I mean, Some crazy stuff where we become, become an addict. Yeah. Um, oh, see, uh, the stubbornness of owning stuff causes us not is causes us not to see the value of it yeah it's like if you watch sports the people in that town have a lot they value their players a lot more than all these other cities and they're always surprised that their players when they leave their team don't get to go to other teams because they actually sucked yeah it's because it was theirs, they, they gave it a lot more value than they were giving players from the other cities. But in an objective this, the other players were much, much better at that sport, yeah? This is what happens. If you walk into a, a park and there's 20 kids playing, where is your attention going to go to? Your kid, yes? Yeah, same thing. The sense of thought, you being the thinker, uh, produces like a gravitational pull for thoughts, yes? Yeah. And then we're bitching about the thoughts are attacking me, but there's got to be a youth to be attacked, yeah? Yes. So. If, you, if you could see things with the horse in front of the cart, it would make a different sense to you, yeah? You have to get that flavor that that which comes after is implied to be before in that equation Ramana shared, yeah? So the thinking is before, the seeing is before, the feeling is before, the claiming of all that now spawns this idea of being the thinker, the feeler, and the doer. You can clearly see that as after, the seeing, the doing, the feeling. You can see it. What happens is it gets, it gets supposed to be before. It happens so fast, we start, quote-unquote, seeing from this. We start seeing from the before. And then, even when there's no thoughts, the next thought that comes, we think we were a thinker all the while. Yes? Yeah. It's not something to study, it's something to know, and then you'll be brought to the heart of something, yeah? The knowledge isn't valuable. It's what, allow, what the knowledge allows is valuable, yes? If you could see this as mechanical, uh, 
the idea of personalness is such a bonding agent, yeah? If you could see it as mechanical, that you not, this is not based on your volition that there's thinking so much. It has nothing to do with any of that. There's a freedom just in that, yeah? I mean, in a way, a lot of us are living a life of extortion and ransom. We're being withhold permission. Yeah, and we, it looks like we have to do enough or get enough or become enough to have permission to be fucking okay. Yeah? Something's playing God. Ready for a you know, so, just as a, just as an example, there's no people, but let's say there's this idea of Paul, and the idea of Paul has a huge idea of the one, yeah, and that idea of Paul is in a state of withholding itself from everything else, with the expectation its arms are just going to fly open when it meets the one. Guess what? <laughs> this is the bondage of self if you can reach 12 feet it has you believing you can only reach 7 feet yeah this is the bondage of self yes yes so yeah I'm so happy we get together here and you put up with the rantings and uh Thank God they're not mine. So don't blame me. Do not emphasize the messenger. Hopefully, yeah, the message is the thing. Yeah, so. Uh, Are you ready for a new hand? For a new? Oh, well, I was just getting ready to end it. All right, all right, come on. I should have been faster there. I'll be quick. Look at the door. But all right, yes. Just for sharing, Paul, I think um, um, after listening to your message and again, reading Ramana Maharshi and Course in Miracles and Inazaratas Maharaj, I guess my experience has been that the, his, the history I've been carrying around is, is decreasing by the day. I mean, I could have told you long stories. Now it's really hard if somebody asks me about an event that happened in the past. It's so difficult to get the energy up to even dredge it up or to explain anything. And even the the labels are dropping. You know, two years back, I was very political, and I could argue endlessly about you know Democrats and Republicans. And now, just like it's just it's just falling away on its own without any effort. Like there's just no energy behind a lot of the opinions that I used to hold. And it just seems like the self is getting a little bit more compact, maybe or lighter. Yeah, great. Surface area is definitely decreasing. Great. Yeah, that's why, you know, yeah. That's one of the, uh, well, you know, this gift keeps on giving in a lot of ways, yeah. I'm sharing from an experience also, yeah. If you had met me earlier, I was a very troubled character. 
who was driven to extremes. Yeah, and uh, that's the only thing I knew. And uh, that's not like, that's not how it is now. And uh, whatever has provided this opportunity, I can't see myself on the author page. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's obvious. Uh, It doesn't have anything to do with this little mental structure called ball. So, yeah, I think you know the problem by the solution. You can start describing it and sharing about it because you're not it now. Yeah, and then by you may recognize that the activity that's going on and it's no one doing it is, but the activity uh, that's available at our conscious level is the act of being identified as the doer, the thinker, the feeler. Yes. A separate, long lasting, independent thing. That's how it's pictured. What makes it isn't that. What makes it is the owning of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking, doing, all that. Yeah? Putting ourselves or the mental state puts us in a position, and we we could call it a noun-verb thing, which is a dualistic format. So the verb, the noun is derived from the claiming of the verb, but miraculously is assumed and feels like it's before all verbs, yeah? And this act of being identified as self is is constantly reinforced, yeah? The thought system, it's just like Hoang Po said, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. The whole thought system and what we're hearing all day is based on the exact opposite. It believes that which can be perceived, the one you see in the mirror and in the photos and shit is like that is what's perceiving. It does. Yeah. So it's totally contrary. Whatever you may think of Hoang Po or at someone else, it's totally contrary to that idea that he offered. Yeah. Which I think is an incredible talk about uh with that sweeping, there's no need for more brooms. Yeah, it's just whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Jeez, yeah. And so this whole idea of noun verb is—it's even the way people speak about it. They usually speak about it noun verb, but it's the completely opposite. It's verbs, happenings, and then a mental activity that infers from the claiming of the verbs that there's a noun. I mean, you've seen it. I know you have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why everything else is suspect. We don't realize the the logic of non-duality is seamless. It's beautiful. If the premise that being ourselves reality as is at least, you know, grudgingly 
you know, admitted, okay, that may be the case, that I may be what I've been looking for, you know, and then you've got to go through the warnings that what's saying you isn't this, this isn't what you've been looking for, Paul, this is where you seemingly be has been looking from, yeah, that's what's being negated, yeah, yeah, so if you get the warnings, and it, it keeps it clean, yeah, so being ourselves reality, isn't doesn't set off the great battle of light and dark. It doesn't. It doesn't have a dualistic narrative. It has acceptance where you where before there was like wanting to vanquish or throttle or defeat. It's acceptance. Yeah. The context is accepting of the content, obviously, or there would be no content. Yeah. So we look at the content from the context, instead of trying to get the context as the content. It's just, it's a simple, simple correction. That's not even necessary. It only appears to be necessary. When it starts working, it's always been this way, yeah? Nothing's ever happened to put the cart in front of the horse. It's just how we see things, yeah? It's how things are appearing that causes us to move backwards and have a story that I'm full steam aheading, yeah? So, yes. That's awesome. All right, we're going to go, eh? Or another question? No hands right now. All right, I better jump to it then. <laughs> Let's say hello and goodbye to everyone. All right, Mike, thank you for everything as usual. Z, nice to see you, Z. We're having a party Sunday, I'm going to tell you, for Amelia. I yeah. told him already. All right, I'll tell you every hour on the hour. <laughs> we got John K. Nice to see you, John. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, the same blank slate. I like that. We got Keith, uh, Keith from Boise. Yeah, nice to see you, Keith. Mary, Mary G. She's uh, traveling lighter. Fantastic. Thank God. We got Robert F. from New Zealand. Nice to see you, Robert. Thanks, Paul. Always a pleasure. You're welcome. We got Gio from Brazil. Nice to see you, Gio. We got... Uh, we got Syl, previously known as iPad, iPhone 3. She's broken through. Yes. We got John W. from Melbourne. Yeah. Going through the harsh winter of Southern Australia. Yes. We got Josh. Thank you, Josh, coming. Nice to meet you. Thank you. You're welcome, my friend. Anu. I love to say that word, anew, because... Seeing anew is the whole thing, yeah? Seeing is obvious, but anew is the... <laughs> the, the completion of the message, yeah? Seeing anew, yeah. Fantastic, thank you. Alex, pleasure. Fantastic. I'll be seeing you, I know that. I know I'm going to run into Vlad sometime. Not in Siberia, I hope, but who knows? Yeah? Uh, we got Johannes from Germany. Nice to see you, my friend. Yes. 
We got Alan O. Always a pleasure, Alan. Yes. Kenneth from uh, Toronto. No, now he's in, uh, he was yeah. from Crondon. In Vancouver. Yes, Vancouver. Linda. Linda S., always a pleasure. On having never left, Stefan. Yeah. Uh, we got JP. He's got a lot of momentum, JP. Let's, uh, don't lay down any new track. They'll be, it'll come, it'll appear as you go. Yeah. We got Sanda. Sanda, our, our last hope in India. Jeez. Yeah. All right. We got uh, Terry from Maine. Nice to see you, Terry. Uh, Ozzy, yes. On the coast, I like to be. The East Coast. <laughs> Byron, yeah. I got Jim. Nice to see you, Jim. Yeah, I think I'm going to be seeing you live sometime, yes? Try to make sure you call, text me or I, I'll space out, seriously. Uh, we got uh, James, James J. He's in the New York area, I'm pretty sure. I've heard his accent before, yeah. From New York, but happily living in Los Angeles. Oh, he's in Los Angeles, but... You, where, I've you heard can... you, where I've heard you speak uh, several times. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. We'll be going down there again. It'll be up on Zen Bitslap. We'll be going down to L.A. soon, sooner or later. Right. I'll be there. Yeah. yeah, great. Deborah, Deborah M., nice to see you, Deborah. We got Mike C., yeah. Let's see who else. We got phone numbers. We got Josh S. We got Cynthia Y. Uh, we've got... There you go. Hey, thanks, everybody. It's a pleasure, as always. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Paul. Good night. Thank you, Paul. So we're in a Zoom, but we never get to the M. It's just two zeros. We're in a, a giant Zoom. Never hit the M. Hallelujah. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.